Oh, hey guys, look at you here all ready to talk the after show for God Friended Me. This is season two, episode six, and this friend request wants to fight fire with fire. Tune in for the after show, The Fighter. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Let the buzz begin. Oh, I love this little show opening music. Okay. Hey guys, welcome to the after show for God Friended Me. Thank you guys so much for being here. So this is season two, episode six, titled The Fighter. And I am your ever so excited host, uh, Jamie Alexander. And I have my girls to the left, starting with Miss Rochelle. What's up, girl? Hey, friend. Hey, I'm so excited <laughs> to be back here with my favorite girls. I am your host, Rochelle. And on my left, you got... Yay. Mina. <laughs> As you guys can see, we're super excited to be here on a Sunday. So thank you so much for tuning into the after show. So we got a few topics. We got to talk about this Elena, this new friend request, and she's got a lot of fire in her. So we're going to talk about that. Um, we also want to get into Miss Grinnell, her and her parking tickets. We've been able to finally discover who she is. And is love enough? I guess we're going to find out because, because author and Trish got a little thing going on. I see a little breakup happening. Then you want to stick around all the way to the end because not only do we have news and gossip but we have our special segment god speaks loaded show let's dive in what did you guys think of the episode as a whole on my side, I thought that it was it was it was. A cool, I'm Maria Menounos, and it was pretty oh, cool. Hey. <laughs> hey, Maria, girl. Hey, girl. Um, it was a really cool, chill episode. Um, it wasn't too much. It was a little intense because they had, you know, they made us believe that it seemed like some abuse was happening. Well, actually, it was for only a moment, right? Yeah, it was, but nothing currently. It was just more of her facing her fact. And when I say her, I am speaking of Ms. Elena, and that was pretty cool, though. What about you, Boo? I liked it. I thought it, the overarching themes were really good. I liked that whole concept of, like, you know, pushing your boundaries and, like, how... Like, I could relate to Elena a lot when she's like, no, like, I just want to do it. And then you have to have someone step in and be like, okay, let's be realistic. Mm-hmm. I know you really want this, but let's think of long-term cost and benefit and not just short-term. And, like, how is this going to affect everyone around you? Because I that think part. sometimes we can want something so bad where we think the ends justify the means, and they really don't because there's so much at stake and you're not, like, thinking properly. So I love the themes, and I love the theme of, like, is love enough? I think that's something I always think about. Mm. Um, is love enough? And I feel like it's not. So I, I'm Ooh. excited to get into that. Yeah, we definitely need to talk about that. Yeah, overall, I have to agree the plot lines were really good and they made sense. Um, I like that they threw in the flavor of still trying to find Grinnell. This is something that's been in the last one, two, I feel like two or three episodes. So I'm interested to see where that leads. But definitely didn't see a lot of things coming, um, especially with Arthur and Trish. And with this friend request, I really liked her, her personality, her family. And they were doing a lot of this up and down. So let's talk about her. So they get this friend request um, after Miles meets her at where were they? Ray's, Ray and Isaac's picnic thingy. So we got Ray back in the picture, the one who lost his wife and then pretty much adopted little yeah. baby Jets fan Isaac. Mm-hmm. And so they're still friends, which is amazing, and they had a gathering. Um, and I did at first think that Elena was being abused by this, you know, her arm was all bruised up. Yeah. Her man Austin came on the scene. She introduced him as rude. I thought he was beating on her. Then they have an That's amazing son. I know. Miles, Miles was like, I, I was think assuming. Wrong. <laughs> Always assuming. <laughs> then his phone goes off and he gets a friend request. So what do we think of Elena? I loved her character. She was so strong, but motherly, present, and really had as an agenda to like 
get back at this guy who put her in the hospital for three weeks. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, what did you guys think about I, You know, I liked her. She really reminded me. I can't remember the name of the movie, but there's a movie enough. that J-Lo is Yeah, in enough. Yes, We were yes. talking about that, yeah. Yeah, she really does remind me of that character. Just like this badass woman that's like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to defend myself and fight and learn MMA and protect my son. And I, I thought her personality was great. Like, I think she obviously had some shortcomings, but who doesn't? We're all human. Right. Um... And I thought the acting was good. I really enjoyed it. And her, the son looked exactly like her. So <laughs> yeah. casting. That was really good that casting. That is such a good point that I thought that their acting was really <laughs> phenomenal. They did really good. It was really believable. Um, and I respected her, you know? Yes. She came and she did what she had to do. Like you guys said, that she did have a little bit of shortcoming of not knowing what her son was going through with the bullying and everything. But I mean, like, she could only be so much places at one time. She's so focused on herself. And if she's no good to herself, how would she be good to her son? Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. anyone else that cares for her so really good episode when it does come to acting and casting that was really good yeah I agree I definitely think I can level with her cause I'm not sure if I would be so hell bent on having to meet face to face with this guy to fight necessarily yeah. cause I mean I'm a woman don't get me wrong I'm 5'10 I can get beastly with it but I just don't think I'm going to be okay. able to win a fight over you know against a man however I would definitely be angry. How do you guys think you would rectify this situation with Leo James? If you were in an incident where you were robbed, an incident where you were robbed and beaten, mm-hmm. you were in the hospital for three weeks. What what route would you take? Do you think you would be taking MMA to try to fight and defend, or what do you think? Okay, the last thing I would do, honestly, the last thing I would do is have the reconciliation they talk about, um, the, the restorative. restorative justice program. Yeah, I mean that's like saying, oh, talk to your whatever. I just, I, I it's can't insane. fully wrap my head around it. I get it, but like, she's not Nelson Mandela. Like, we're not here. <laughs> trying to talk to the oppressor and end apartheid. I just feel like that's too much. <laughs> Especially, like, you don't know what this man is capable of. Like, why would you want to expose yourself to something that traumatic again? Word. It's too much. It really is too much. So I I wasn't a fan of, like, the restorative justice thing. I get it conceptually, mm-hmm. but in practice, hey, like, you spent all this time, like, training MMA just to, like, get back at this person. Or not get back at them, but, like, defend yourself. Right. And now you have to go talk to him? Like, why? It's not like this guy is gonna, you know... Like, why are you inviting that into your life? It's just weird. I don't... I'm not a fan of that. You got something in the chat? No, I was just gonna add, um... I think that it's the same way of talking to him is equivalent to her fighting for her peace. As in, like, you know, some people, they... I, it's like some people let it go some people go pray about it and I believe that it was just her way it's more for her like forgiveness is not for the other person right. it's more like for them mm-hmm. so I think with her talking to him she can release or you know handle whatever demon she needs to fight with you know it's more for her not for him so that's she didn't want to talk she wanted to use them hands okay because she's been training <laughs> yes <laughs> I would just get pepper spray and a taser why would I I don't God, know the fact that he got released that would bother me so much I think definitely it's being an inside job though I don't know if there's anything that is going to be able to happen externally that's going to put her at peace with this guy. I'm not sure, but... It's not like he's going to go find her, though. It's not like he's going to hunt her down and be like, you know what, I robbed her and I'm in prison because of it. Let me just go find her and do it again. I feel like, no. Yeah, that's a tough one. I just, I don't know. I didn't like the whole 
concept of reconciling. Yeah. But the show is so cheesy sometimes that I feel like it's like, oh, can't we all just get along? And it's like, yeah, we can, but we don't. Right. You can set boundaries that are healthy, too. Yeah, I think so, too. And I'm glad that she got uh, was able to move on because her son was holding it down. He was so mature and definitely handling things from a perspective of, like, Let's just let me go do my homework. Let me take all the weight off of my yeah. mom. And he was he was just really sweet. So I'm glad to see them back for Sunday pizzas. And yes. um yeah, the retina detachment. She was hiding a lot of stuff from her family. And we don't even know if she's gonna fight. Did, did it turn out that she was gonna fight or no. did she say no to the fight? Remember like her husband kind of or her boyfriend. Oh, made he the reported her for yeah. her because how can you do that? You're right. not only jeopardizing your vision and your entire life, but what's the benefit if you do win? Like, yes, you've worked up to it, it's a victory, I understand right. that it's meaningful, but what's more important, your ability to see or like the risk you take getting punched in the face. Right. Like, especially in the eye. It's no job. Are they allowed to hit the eyes in MMA? That's well, like, even if you get hit in the head, that can still rock it, your head enough to detach yeah. your retina. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think everything, you know, was, I think they did their very best to work everything out the very best way that they could. Absolutely. Um, so with that being said, do you want to share a little word with the audience, Rochelle? Yes, yes, yes. Hey, you guys. Thank you guys always, always, always for, you know, supporting us, watching us, and, you know, definitely tuning in with us. Please make sure if you guys are on YouTube right now, go ahead and subscribe. Definitely want to interact with you guys. And if you're listening on t- uh, iTunes, please go ahead and add us and give us five stars if it's possible. We really appreciate it. But yes, you guys are awesome and we really appreciate you guys for making us the ESPN of TV. So yes, <laughs> please go ahead. We appreciate you guys and please just go ahead and interact with us. We are always happy to, you know, talk to you guys because you guys are the best and make us the best. So we appreciate you guys. Yes. yes and thanks yes, for yes. joining our live chat as well. Uh, Ivan Soto Hi, comes man. back every single week with some gems and some strong opinions. <laughs> uh, he's like, yeah, screw restore of justice indeed <laughs> um but yeah. yeah thanks for joining us in the chat guys yeah thanks ivan we're kind of with you on that i don't know what much how much talking we would need to do after you left me in the hospital for three weeks that's terrible what a terrible human being you only got two years in jail okay whatever it's fine it's <laughs> over here i'm going to forgive and move on to the next topic so we wanted to slide in there um the looking for grinnell i like how they kind of wove this in and out the episode because miles believes that the art the path had a message in it for him follow the lady find the path or yes. follow the yes follow, follow the, the lady, lady follow the path yeah yeah you know what i'm talking about follow the lady find the path um or was it follow the path find the lady yeah follow the path find, find the something lady something like that yeah. you know, i just realized that <laughs> yeah we, we understand here. right 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 yeah. <laughs> we here absolutely so she's uh, always getting the parking tickets we love that another friend request was able to help them locate audrey grinnell because they've been looking all over for her including in paris so what did you guys think about that approach and just a quick prediction. What do you think she's going to do? You think she's going to come on board and share everything about the message in the art that she made? Just a quick little side. I think everybody wants to be a part of the Godfrey and me crew. So, yes, <laughs> I think I'm so going to say yes because it's super fun. It's super dope. And it's getting more and more popular because of the podcast and books and just the higher oh, up. And, you know what I'm saying? So it's like if you get an opportunity to do a little something, even if that's just a favor or a meet and greet, why not? Because... I feel like the seasons to become, you're going to see how more and more dope it's going to be. So I'm going to say yes, but Mina. Yeah. 
I could kind of see that happening, like where she gets involved. I don't think she's going to be another Joy, though. I don't think she's oh, going to no, have not. her mm. own missions that she has to complete on her own. And I also don't think she's going to be really forthcoming with whatever evidence she has. She seems like she's holding back a little, and I feel like she's going to do that for a few more episodes to come. I don't think that she's going to be as easy as other characters, where it's like, yeah, this is what happened. Right. You know, it's going to be more cryptic, and there's also a slight language barrier. I believe she's French, right? I think so. Did you I'm catch sure. on to that? Yeah. Um, so maybe certain things in the messaging is lost in translation. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I don't think she's going to be as forthcoming with all the information, but I do think that she might know she has a message for Miles and familiar with who he is, because that's kind of how messaging in the spirit world works Mm -hmm. so we'll just see Um, I love how they always use their resources to find what they need to find they are not joking okay between Ray Rakesh the illegal hacker a private detective, they're going to get what they need. I love that. Like, they really have a resource string for everything. Yeah. Ooh, you like that, Ryan? Yeah. You better give them those bars. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, that's a great point. So, this is our final topic here, is love enough? I really think that this was probably the most poignant topic in the whole show. We open the show with Arthur Finer taking the job. He's already ready to get sworn in. Everything's going on. He hasn't told Trish yet. What do you guys, for one, think about him taking the job without having the conversation with Trish first? Uh, I had such mixed feelings about this because she yeah. was really upset about it. And at first I was like, calm down, Trish. Like, calm down. He's going he can, off. He can make his own decisions. And then I thought about it and I'm like, but they're literally getting married. And when you are married, you're at least one. when you're in that, like, step, I mean, you consult your partner with your decisions. You're not asking for permission. It's just something like... I mean, I just feel like it's kind of rude and a slap in the face to be like, I'm going to do this and not even tell you about it or consult with you. Because if you're in a partnership, you should at least be like, hey, this is my decision. I don't know how you feel about it, but this is what I want to do. At least, like, what do you think, you know? And and whatever fears or insecurities you have, let me reassure you and provide that. But for you to just spring it up and your kids know and everyone knows, but you're getting married and that person doesn't know it's like well why are we even getting married then what's the point you're just treating me like a friend or an acquaintance at that point like not to be overly dramatic but I do feel that way I'd no, be really upset no, like, if I decide to spend my entire life with someone and I don't know what's going on in a huge chunk of their world like right away I'm like the last to find out mm-mm yeah. I think it just shows where his priority are like with her clearly she's in the partnership phrase you know anything that she does that's big or little she's gonna you know know go ahead and talk to him about mm-hmm. with him clearly with him taking the job I can't be mad at you um, but all I do see is that you still feel you're in that life where you can make decisions by yourself and that's not where I am Oof. you know it's a partnership so I think that you know he kind of showed his butt you know mm-hmm. yes, not in a negative did. way but mm-hmm. you showed where you were you showed how you moving because clearly you took that job you said yes without my say so that means that you was going to do what you want to do regardless of if I felt a type of way or not he was just going to come with me with the results and that's not cool we're on her side so I give her the okay to you know pop off in the same way how he made that choice she made her choice yeah absolutely I agree with that because like you said he made his choice she made hers and I think that's what made her the most angry not even so much that he took the job but like you didn't say anything we're up here talking about getting married you knew how I felt about things and you went and made the decision anyway I definitely feel like I'm on the fence because walking away completely can feel a little dramatic. But at the same time, you're starting our relationship hiding things from me. 
you're going to always do this. The way you begin is the way it's going to go and it's the way it's going to end. This is his opportunity to show her what kind of husband he's going to be. Yep. And he did not make a and good decision. And this is the honeymoon phase. You think it's the honeymoon phase? Yeah. They still... They didn't even get how pretty she was. She, I, was, she was like... Look at, look at the centerpiece. She was so excited. I, I know, insane. but I feel like they're still in it. I mean, I don't know. You I, don't think it's honeymoon phase yet? I they haven't even gone on the honeymoon. Yeah, no. I, I don't <laughs> think it's the honeymoon phase. I feel like things are very serious and, like, there is excitement, but I don't think it's, like... Honeymoon phase was last season. I feel like now it's getting into mm, the serious stuff. Okay. Because if it was the honeymoon phase, you wouldn't be like... I'm just gonna walk away. Like well, it wouldn't be as That's dramatic. why she's so hurt. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But then again, too, speaking on his behalf, too, something we talked about when we watched the show, the show together is that um, I feel for him because you guys were saying more like you know he, you know it was messed up and stuff but then again he came from a marriage you know he came from having kids so I think you know his mindset is a little different I don't know where Trish came from was she married before did she, she have children, children? Right. you know so for her I think the experience is two different things oh because we were talking about his um like should he took the job and stuff like that and it's just like for him because you were saying like that's his purpose you know like mm-hmm. you he know if a, that was yeah. you guys you guys would probably do the same thing but it's different for us we never been married we, ne- we haven't had children for him he already been there done that so it's probably not even as exciting for him to you know get married and stuff he like at the end of the day you know marriage come and go for him mm-hmm. but, but he he needs something to live for so I, I felt, don't know I, thought I that feel was like I totally see it that way but like just to play devil's advocate I see it another way too where I feel like towards the end of their lives men are like I really need someone I don't want to be alone and I feel like in the beginning right. of their lives they're like you know what I don't want commitment I don't want marriage because I think men really do think like let me establish myself in my career first and that way I can have the financial security to even be in a committed relationship um, if it's like a heterosexual relationship especially uh, with the gender norms of like guys being required to pay for a lot and to provide for a lot if you're subscribing to that model but I I think when guys get older they think a lot um about like who they're gonna be with for the rest of their lives but i also think they do think about their legacy because it's like they're at a certain age he's like what probably in his 70s in this show uh his character and he's probably thinking well what's my legacy my whole identity has been my life as a religious figure and how am I gonna like make my mark and like ooh this like shiny mm. thing of like being bishop? It's gonna bring me so much joy. Oh, New York. And he wants it all. He and I feel like he can have it all, right? Like he talks about balance, but the only problem is he hasn't proven himself <coughs> to be someone who can balance. Mm-hmm. So once he proves himself, then he can be like, no, I can do both. But in her eyes, she's like, why should I believe you? Like. You know, you've never shown me that you can balance the two of them. I'm going to be discarded if you have this position. Let's bring back, didn't last episode that he took the little promotion job, you know, just for um, just for a short period of time just to test out and see if he wanted to know if what he was doing it. Everybody still was like, bro, like, you're not going to let Trish know? Like, he, this is something, this is, dang, come on, I think you I mean, that's but a little just, different. That's a tiny bit so? different. Because that's, the fact because that that's he not did something, something he's locked in. Though. That's not something he's locked in. That's just like a trial. Let me just but figure still, out when it's like, babe, that. what did you do today? You're not going to tell me the truth? Yeah. Like, I'm going to need to You're still hiding things. Yeah. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it, you know, we all here team, team author. <laughs> but it's just like he is showing. We got to look at him from his character, not Joe Morton. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Let's look at look at let's look at author. 
<laughs> what author is doing? And he did this last episode. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel bad for him because I know that I I don't want the pressure. I don't want somebody I love. I don't want to feel like there's a monkey on my back or a shadow over my head every time I want to make a damn decision, okay? Mm-hmm. And I do think that this is important. He wanted this. There was an opportunity for Trish to be mad but supportive. Because sometimes I feel like as a woman, you might have to stand back and let the man fall on his face. They've already moved past the point of dating and it being cute to committing for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. Which, let's be honest, we don't live forever. Yeah. They're not 24. Not a lot so of So this years isn't left. like, let's find so, the next soulmate. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So could Trish have approached it like... I, I wish you would have told me this is a non-negotiable for me. If you have something you have to bring to the table, I know this is something that you wanted when we first met and it didn't happen. And I'm happy you've got the opportunity to have it happen now. This is what I need from you. Right. Here's a list. I need you to be home at this. We need our every other weekend dates. I need or whatever it is. And then let him fall. The second he starts going ham and either ignoring her for the job, that's when she can you know, speak up then, but I think maybe she could have been a little more supportive. Mm-hmm. Is that a possibility, you know? Does that sound crazy to think she could have been, I like, I feel like you know? she has been very supportive, yeah. though. You know, okay. like, how so much... She's and I think he's, like, used to her being supportive, and I think sometimes men need, like... And I learned this from Jamie. I learned this from Jamie. Sometimes men either need an <laughs> ultimatum or, like, a, just a little push. To, yeah, or, like, like, a little just, shake there's no to games. be rattled to be like, you know what? <laughs> Don't take me for granted. <laughs> this isn't, like sealed you don't you can't just do whatever you want like we are a partnership and i learned that from jamie see that was just me playing devil's advocate a little bit because it's like okay again these are not like cute little dates we said we were gonna get married so that's where sometimes that's different if they were in the dating stage it's like boy you're playing around too much like i'm out you didn't even ask me i'm done like you're not showing me anything but they're talking wedding day in two weeks here so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like but i give her i give it to her love is not do you think love is enough i don't think love is enough how do y'all feel about that is love enough i think love is a lot but it's not everything i think you can really love someone a lot but not have it be enough because more important than love shared values respect you know and also it depends on it depends on the person maybe for one person they need the person they're with to be there with them 24 7 and like they need like that physical presence maybe for someone else they don't need as much attention and it's like you can love someone and have completely different love languages completely different priorities but i think more than love you have to have the same priorities if you if you are prioritizing the relationship and the person you're with is prioritizing a career or something else then there's going to be issues yes. because you're going to feel like you're pouring all of yourself into something that someone has ranked third or fourth yeah and yeah. i think that's important like are you yeah. on the same page you yeah. can love each other a lot but are you guys on the same page can you balance the relationship yeah i agree and i think it's a case by case scenario you know at the end of the day you know, some people, you know, just depending on who that person is and their upbringing and what they have and yeah. what they bring to the table, sometimes love may be enough. You know, maybe I'm just happy that you're surviving. Or sometimes it'd be like, uh, yeah, you might have all the funds, but where the love at? You know, like, it just depends. You know, it's just a case-by-case scenario. And I'm not that, you know, 
I don't know much about love and all that good stuff. So. <laughs> Who am I to say? <laughs> yeah, love, I don't think love is enough, only because a lot to the points that you said, Mina, it's like shared values, security, some of the things that you guys said. It's like, I love you, I love who you are as a person, I want to see you do well, all of these things, but do I feel like my needs are being met and then I'm protected and mm-hmm. I'm going to have the time and we're going to grow. You know, everybody has their own idea of things. So obviously Trish is going to go ahead and take herself to her farm. Go ahead with your, uh, I'm glad she has her, because if she, she sold her business, that's another part of things <laughs> that now that would make me feel some kind of way. Mm-hmm. She sold her business to get on the same page with him and he, he put his in his back pocket. He didn't sell it. He was like, well, I'm going to just pull this out when I'm ready. Mm-hmm. After she then made all the space and got rid. Now that part would make me very mm-hmm. angry. Right. So, um, at least she has her own property, a little farmhouse to go chill out at, clear her mind and think. Um, and I'm not sure what she's going to decide, but this was a really tough one. I want Arthur to live his life, but he has to honor his commitments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you balance? On a high note, on a positive <laughs> note, uh, Ivan Soto in the chat said, I never really liked Trish anyway. <gasps> Ivan! He don't like Joy. He don't like her. Who else, Ivan? Right. Do How you, you like us? No, <laughs> he gotta like us. He yeah. watches us. <laughs> no, I mean, That's I get crazy. it, I guess, but yeah. Hmm. I like Trish. You know, we'll see. That's we'll all see. we can. That's all we can do. Okay. So that about wraps it up for the show. Thank you guys for watching the recap. So now let's dive into a quick piece of news and gossip. Yes, yes, yes. After Buzz yeah. TV news. Hey, you guys, I'm Rochelle, and I'm here with your news. So we have a little short, awesome news. Um, Greg Berlanti, who helped helm this awesome show, God Friend of Me, just released some awesome information that the show, Dome Patrol, will be released on HBO Max next year, 2020 spring. So if you're a big fan of that show, good luck to you guys, because it's awesome because you're on another platform. So make sure you guys check that out. Once again, that is next year, 2020 spring. It'll be on HBO Max. But... That's all for your news today. Yeah, and just as a side note, I know Berlanti, he's been uh, with a lot of projects and stuff, but he got his first writing project on Dawson's Creek when he was 26. Wow. That's awesome. Open. What a yeah. fun fact. Thank you for adding that. Yeah, absolutely. So he's kind of been in the game. So we're, you know, we're all attached to his projects. He's worked with Jerry Bruckheimer. There's so much he's done. So we're glad to see him having another project coming out. Yes. Thank and you. a little motivation, too. 26, just got his stuff. Most yeah. people think by like 21, you should be producing and managing. But that's awesome to see someone that's like, you know, I don't know what you would average 26 I mean um, that was like, a huge show that's a I mean seven we seasons still right the theme song right gosh and that was like 90 I can't I don't, I don't know, know. Like 20, <laughs> 20 years ago over 20 years ago right. I don't I don't remember watching the show but I know the theme song period that's the show you have yes okay <laughs> but yes yeah I love it so thank you so much for sharing that so now we can dive into our special segment God Speaks now this is the moment in the show where we talk about moments where God spoke to us via social media through friends or through something we heard during the week so ladies do you have anything that stood out to you <laughs> on a spiritual moment where it felt like oh my god you're talking to me I mean the only thing I could really say as in God speaking to me um is the holidays you know um just more of awareness you know last holidays I was going through it and um 
this October 31st, um, Halloween, when I walked into Trader Joe's, because I'm assistant in the morning and I had to go pick up some stuff, and everything was Thanksgiving and Christmas, like oh. on Halloween. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And it, I was a little happy, but I was a little sad because I know that, like myself, going through things, I know it's a lot of people, especially in LA, people far away from their family and all that, you know, all that mushy stuff. So to anyone who may, you know, just prepare yourself for the season, check on your strong friends, check on your friends that um, don't, may not have a lot of family check on your friends that may have had a lost one um, earlier this year or anything like that this is the even though it's just the season for a lot of others make sure you check on everyone else as well so Agreed. that's how God spoke to me this week what about you I like it I would say this music is really depressing I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. it's just making it seem like a very like sad serious? story I'm very serious but I would say God spoke through me just like reminding me not to be so attached to the outcomes of things mm-hmm. because so often I feel like we think about the outcome and what we're getting versus well what about the process mm-hmm. like I might not have what I want but Am I learning something through the process, even if I don't have the end result that I want right now? Yeah. And I think that's what I'm learning is don't be so attached to the outcome and also don't be so uptight. Just, like, live a little, relax. <sighs> don't feel guilty for things yes. that are normal. Um, expectations. So, yeah. God spoke through me in that yes. way. Yes. <laughs> God might have just spoke through you right now, child, because I needed that word. Oh, I don't think I'll ever hear it enough to not be attached to the outcome. I can be so tight and I don't know I need things to work sometimes and it's just it doesn't make life easier it actually makes things harder I need to surrender and loosen the grip Um, because sometimes I think well why are we doing things it's for the outcome right so it's a weird thing to balance but I heard another message earlier this week that was about living the question and it's interesting because I did get sad because the holidays because I mean, my immediate family is here, but my sister's married. My dad has a girlfriend. My mom doesn't really care. My other sister's Everybody's in it. Going their own yeah, and I'm like, I feel alone, and I don't have a boo. I don't have a family of my own. Yeah, you got us, girl. You know, <laughs> but and I so, so yeah, I had it's a so moment true. where I just felt like, damn, like I did damper. not expect this to be my life. Like I for sure thought, yeah, I'd, be, I'd have a family of my own by now. Yeah, but this um, this message came. It was like, live the question. So it's like not so much like am I gonna find love or anything of that nature but how can I live the question and then gradually make my way to its fruition as opposed to thinking so much about the outcome of it or the lack thereof you know maybe I can just be open to the possibility of love and then just leave it at that without the timeline who how without the pressure without maybe you'll be like Trish and you'll be like 70 and then you'll Now I feel motivated. (laughs) No, but seriously, no, but look at our life. 70. Fred. Nina. I love how you said like looking at the question and the possibilities because once upon a time we all said we want to be a host and now look at us now you know what I'm saying and I was just thinking looking at you just now did we take hosting I, I was together? thinking about that today <laughs> I was thinking it happened today I swear I was I thinking swear, about that today that's so crazy when we started our hosting journey we both took hosting school and oh. I was just really like honestly I'm gonna watch this game but I was gay I was thinking about that today that's so weird <laughs> like Mina really worked for her spot at the school you know what I'm saying you Thank you, you. Yeah, she I was taking you. care of like the camera stuff like that's how <laughs> she like did her shebang that's how she paid her dues and um 
thinking about it now, it's just like, you know, once upon a time we said we wanted to be here. Once upon a time we said we wanted to be hosts. Now look at us now. You yeah. know, we're on this, in this awesome studio with an awesome producer. Shout out to our Shout girl. out to Bree. Shout out to Bree. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, just one day, like, I'm not in a serious relationship, but one day when I'm ready to be marrying kids, you know, I'm open to the possibilities. And I feel like once God has placed a desire in our heart, it's going to happen. We had the desire Gosh. to be here. Mm. Who would have thought we was going to be here? Yeah. You know and I, I never even realized, like, and I remembered it today, but I was like, I started out and Rochelle was in my same class. Yeah. And when I took that class, I remember I had just finished, like, I quit this job I didn't like and I was like crying. I was like, what am I going to do with my life? <laughs> my friend's like, have you thought about hosting? I'm like, no. <laughs> like, why would I do that? And right. I was like, this is so cool. And like, um, look at us now. I'm just saying, like, you just brought it up to my attention when you said that, just yeah. like being open up. And I feel like we had the desire. We're here. This is a proven fact that if you have the desire, and you have the ones that need it's going to happen yeah. and I feel like that's the same thing with us in our love life because I know we all desire to be married we all desire to be mothers and stuff so it may not happen right now which is totally fine because we're not prepared for it or this is not what God wants at the moment but it clearly shows that we can speak to us and we can manifest it we can work towards it so please baby girl mm-hmm. as we go into the season <laughs> okay. we need to hold each other <laughs> okay and keep going but yeah no, <laughs> but you know what? That's a perfect word because it almost brings this episode full circle. Because remember, at the beginning of the episode, uh, Arthur literally said that if it wasn't for friend requests, Claire Thompson, he wouldn't, he wouldn't even be in the position to take Bishop again. And Miles clearly said and brought to light something bigger is happening. So you're right in these moments where it's going to make sense in retrospect. Oh, but these moments where it looks hella messed up, whether it's Arthur and Trish or me being single on the holidays or you know <laughs> moving forward as hosting or whatever it's going to be um, something bigger is happening yeah, that we cannot picture. see there's a bigger picture and, I, and it makes me excited the only way to help me stay out of depression too is just like the possibilities and being excited yeah. and mm-hmm. you know what I'm just going to take you know the fact that we have this extra time to work on ourselves, to be better parents, to be better wives. Yes. You know, so we don't have to go through what Joel Martin went through as author, choosing our career over right. our relationships mm-hmm. and our parentinghood. You know, we'll be able to do it in a right in a awesome way. Yeah, so, and I do think we have it harder as women. Just saying, uh, we definitely have it harder. But I think it's what still makes you manageable. say that? Because we have like we do kind of have a biological clock if we want kind of. Oh, we really do. If, but there's so many other ways. There are Gabrielle other ways. Union. Yeah, let's pray you know. yeah, we'll yeah, well, let, Let's pray for that Gabrielle Union money. Because it's really and we gonna get IVF that money, period. Because expensive. we will get the desire of our hearts. It yeah. doesn't matter how the route. It just matters, you know when. I mean, it doesn't matter. Y'all know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter when or how. It's just going to happen. It's gonna happen. And it's, it's out of our control. It doesn't even matter how yep. it's gonna happen. And I think even like the times. I, I'm swear I'm like done after this. Going even the times I feel like when you're like depressed or things aren't working out. I've noticed in life, like in retrospect, all the times where I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Like and like I quit my job or something happens literally after that moment that's when all the good stuff starts happening because that's like you're already at the bottom and you're like now what but the crazy thing is like when you're at the bottom the possibilities are endless your life can be whatever you want and I wish I could think that positively all the time so I'm just gonna hold it in here as long as I possibly can bro you have to like literally like right now like let's just even be honest like my roommate she's gonna move out and I have no idea what I'm gonna do right because you know roommate where you have you where you like lay your head and all that good stuff like you got to be good energy you got to be perfect you know like that's not something I take lightly 
Am I worried about it? Of course. But am I going to worry about it? Absolutely not. Because I'm putting yeah. it in God's head and I know just like, and that's exactly what keeps me pushing. It's just like every time I'm going through something, God brings something so much like, ooh, I'll do it two times now. You know, right. I'll do it again two times because I know you're going to got my back. I know you're going to take care of it. I know it's handled. It's already done. So yeah. no, I'm not wasting my time stressing. Yeah, no. good. Like, no. I'm proud of you. Thank you, you deserve to and have I say that, And I, I wanted to say on camera so I can come back to November 4th, you know, on a video, and next summer, I want to see what's going to happen. So, I mean, God did say put him to the test and see what he will do. Okay. So, well, if you're yeah. going to be a living testimony on we God friended me. living testimonies on God friended me. <laughs> so, I guess before we get out of here, last but not least, we could dive into some predictions and Your see what we think. Buzz TV predictions. So, I mean, what do we think is going to happen next week? Let's see. We saw some mm, preview. We saw I, Audrey Grinnell come in a little bit. Um, what else do we know? What, what do I we am think? so convinced, and this is so horrible for me to say this around holiday season, but no. and especially with a smile on my face because I'm not happy about it, but <laughs> obviously there's this hot guy who works oh, with Kara. Oh, Kara. And we know, we know there is something there. I genuinely think that that is going to stir the pot and cause some weird rift between her and Miles. She might do something that she doesn't want to do or that she does want to do and that she later regrets. <laughs> I really think there's going to be something like that because their relationship has been going so well lately that I feel like the writers are going to be like, let's just like throw a wrench throw into a this wrench. and see what happens. And I don't know. I don't want that to happen around the holidays, though, mm. because we've waited so long for them to not be single around the holidays. No, I think that <laughs> makes we'll perfect see. sense. I, I do mean, think that's going to happen, though. Yeah, adding on to your prediction, I think that is what they're going to do. They're going to shake up all the relationships. So it may be right now, Rakesh and his girl, their relationship is funny. You got to go through other people's Snapchats to see what baby is doing. And then, you know, Arthur and Trish, they're shooken up right now. And then I do believe Miles and um, Cara is going to be shooken up as well. But it's perfect when it happens in the holiday because the holidays always bring everyone back together mm-hmm. so I think like that'll be easy does it New Year's come everybody gonna be kissing okay yeah. and maybe Javicia gets a new boo before the year is out yeah I wanna so, see more of her we haven't yeah, seen enough yeah we haven't seen a lot of her so it would be nice to see more of her I don't have a prediction on what's gonna happen with Arthur and Trish or what's going on before but you guys had some great ones um and it's time to wrap the show. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. See you same time, same place next week for the after show of God Friended Me. I'm your host, Jamie Alexander. And you can find me on Instagram at Jamie Alexander. Yes, I am your host, Rochelle. And you guys can always find me on Instagram on Roach Baby. That is R-O-A-C-H-B-A-Y-B-E-E. Hey, guys, I'm your host, Mina. You can follow me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic. Do it right now, guys. <laughs> Bye. See you next week. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.